0: What's up, people of the world? This is your host with the most, Dylan, and today with me is...
1: Mason Kupanen.
0: And you better sit down and plug in your headphone jack, because this is Input 2. Okay, running off of what we are doing, last time, it's been a while since I've posted, since Input 2 has posted anything at least, and I am just be glad to be back with Mason here in the studio, getting this episode recorded for y'all, and today we're going to be talking about Disney's newest hit movie, Soul, which is still making waves in the music and theater industries, I would suppose, because it is a very good animated film. So the first thing I would like to discuss with Mason here today is that this is the first major, well, one of the first major African-American representation films, Mm. and they used the African-American voice actors. I don't know about Princess and the Frog, but that one was also Mm. a big step in the right direction for Disney. What are your thoughts on this?
1: Um, I mean, I thought the movie was pretty good. I thought Jamie Foxx was really good in the movie. I mean, for his voice, I thought he did a great job. Um, But, yeah, overall, I liked how they incorporated, like, that, like, those elements into the movie and really just kind of made it prominent.
0: Yeah, I thought Jamie Foxx did a great job voicing the character as well. He has appeared in a few other movies, like Rio. He was in The Amazing Mm. Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2, but the animated movies he was in was in Rio as uh, Nico, the canary, the yellow canary. Mm which I feel like Jamie brings a really good musical talent to it because mm. he is also an artist and he has albums. What are your thoughts on his musical talent?
1: Wasn't he in a movie where he um, he played like musician? I, I'm pretty sure he won an Oscar for it I'm too. I'm pretty
0: sure he was. I don't yeah. really know. I didn't look up that much about Jamie because I really kind of wanted to focus on... Well, I was focusing on <laughs> the animated part because there's been a little bit of controversy with... Um, some other stuff that we'll get into a little bit later, but he did a very good job in this, and and he brings what you need to the table.
1: Yeah, um, I actually didn't know that he was like like he did musical stuff actually, but he, I know he was in Annie. I think right. Yeah, he was yeah. in Andy.
0: Annie. Annie. Uh, I did.
1: I got tongue tied there for a moment.
0: Now, Joe Joe Gardner's aspirations, which is our main character of mm. the film. He aspires to be a jazz musician. Throughout the film, Joe wants to become a part of a famous jazz quartet in the lovely city of New York with tons of street rats. And I'm pretty sure I saw Remy walking around later in the movie with some pizza. But, uh, you know, little Pixar, Pixar likes to reference around yeah. films. Um, so during the film, he finally gets his... Big break. That is like the beginning of the film. He's finally got his big break, and then he falls down a manhole and, you know, dies. dies. We'll we'll just, well,
1: yeah, pretty much. Always good in a a kid's movie.
0: Yeah, always good. That's how how a good kid's movie that's going to jerk at the heartstrings starts off. Brother Bear kill mama bear, and then he becomes a bear, irony, learns a lesson, yeah. which is what we want to talk about in Soul, The Lesson. We want to talk about The Lesson, The Philosophy, and then we really want to review the movie. So I feel like Soul might have opened a new appreciation of jazz. What are your thoughts on jazz mu- music and the reopening of what jazz actually is?
1: Um, I don't listen to jazz, but I thought that the movie did a really good job at like exploring that world and seeing kind of... Something that I'm not really used to seeing, or like something that like I don't really know much about. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that it does a good job that kind of like make you want to listen to jazz music, like after you like watch you're like, oh, I kind of want to listen more to this. Oh, I can definitely agree
0: with that. That's a great... I like jazz music, so uh, I'm, not, I'm not a very hard person to convince to listen to jazz, yeah. but I'm hoping that this will spark a revival in it because it, yeah. is a, it is a cultural music. Yeah. This first appeared in the Harlem Renaissance back in the 1890s, and it slowly evolved from there. In the 1920s, we had swingers and big band jazz. And I thought that the music was actually very good. It's very inspiring. It gets you to start toe-tapping. Yeah. It catches you up in what you're going to... It it really does. It catches you up in what the music is all about. How do you think the movie itself was? I mean, I thought it was pretty good. Um, moral lessons aside, the animation was so fluid. Yeah. I loved it.
1: Um, no I mean I, I actually put it as like my third or fourth fair movie last year um, but yeah like I mean I, I thought the animation looked great I especially loved the like different s- styles I don't know if it was actually like different but like um, I forget the character's name who's like trying to like hunt, like trying to track down Joe and like the like the yes. way they designed him I thought was great and I love like going to like the great beyond and seeing like the different styles there and um I really love the look of, like, the souls themselves, like... uh um, puffballs. Yeah, those, like, little puffball things that, like, are blue and stuff. Like, I thought that all looked great. I think it's actually one of Pixar's most beautiful movies, I, th- I think I would say.
0: Yeah, I think that they drew inspiration from Aborigine art mm. when they designed Terry and the things yeah, in the great that's... beyond. the The reason I say that is because of the accents, but also mm. because of... The way the images are don't quote me on this i don't know if it's aborigine art or not i'm not an art connoisseur i am just a humble man trying to review the movies i loved the claymation slash 3d style type of animation the mod it had a fluid feel to it when you saw joe's fingers flying across the piano when he was Mm. in the zone just tapping away at those keys it was so fluid and graceful You wouldn't believe that it was, like, actually an animated movie. You'd think it was kind of a real person actually doing it. And they probably did use, like, a real person to model,
1: like... It's definitely a movie that made me mad that they dropped it onto Disney Plus. Because like I would have loved to have gone to like the AMC, like and, and like the Dolby and seeing in that. Like I Maybe. feel like this would have been a movie that would have just like looked great on the big screen.
0: Yeah, I thought this would have looked amazing on the big screen. I was just watching it on my computer earlier today and huh. it was really such a good movie, but it just doesn't have the impact yeah. that it would at movie theater. Which incidentally, Tom and Jerry will be dropping at movie theaters and we'll probably be discussing that. <laughs> in a week or two, whenever I get the outline done for the certain uh, the certain upcoming stuff that I have planned for input to. We're going to have a Godzilla episode at some point, so just, just keep your hats on and ready for that. That's coming sometime in March. But going on to Pixar's Soul again. The storyline I thought was actually very sophisticated for what is supposed to be a children's movie. Mm-hmm. I get why they do make such children's movies have such big yeah. Cohesive storylines. It's because they want to teach the children what they want to teach children moral lessons mm-hmm. at the beginning. And I felt like it was a good, you know, storyline.
1: Yeah, I mean, it reminds me a lot of Up. Where like I feel like Up isn't necessarily kids' movie. Like I feel like it's more of like a kid friendly. Where like doll, it's it's really meant for adults, but like kids can enjoy it as well. But yeah, still I definitely feel like felt like a one that I don't really see if kids are gonna like it all that much. Because, like, I... I feel like the themes are just kind of too broad for them, and even though it like, has, like, the cutesy colors and, like, that whole cat scene. Yeah. Um, I, I I just – I wonder what kids actually think of this movie. I really want to know what kids will think of this movie because it does
0: have some difficult concepts yeah. that are a little bit harder to grasp without yeah. full knowledge of what the world actually is. So, this, as stated early earlier in the podcast – This story, the movie, mostly centers around Joe Gardner and eventually an unborn soul called 22. This is a little bit of a spoiler anyway. So if you're this far into Input 2 and you haven't watched, you know, soul yet and you want to watch soul. Well, spoiler alert, we're going to be explaining some things here. So the soul... Number 22 is voiced by Tina Fey. And at first, Joe kind of really... I felt like Joe took, life for granted. How about you? What 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 did you think he was doing with his life? I felt he was taking it for granted because he had... He was teaching children. Yeah. That's, like, one of the best things you can do. Passing knowledge on to young and impressionable
1: minds. I really just feel like he wasn't using his life to his full potential. Like, the um, the scene where he, like, sees his life, you know, and, like, he takes... Um, uh, what's your name, Twenty Two through like the gallery of his life, and you kind of see like how he kind of wasted his life and didn't really do much. Yeah, and so like he's finally seeing like, oh, this is my like, uh, I need to get back so I can actually like, um, I guess do something make yeah meaning. make something out of my yeah. life, and like because he had that passion for music and he wasn't like even though he was teaching kids it, his real passion wasn't teaching it was like to create music and so he wasn't actually doing his actual like, passion or his dreams or,
0: yeah I. I feel that. He wasn't really following his dreams or trying to get to his passion. And throughout the movie, Joe does experience change, as most protagonists would do. One would say that this story is a conflict of character versus character or character versus self because sometimes 22 acts antagonistic towards Joe yeah. but Joe is also having the moral quandary that a character versus self type movie would yeah because i i felt like most of it was really centered around Joe having to improve yeah. himself so that would make this a character versus self yeah. mostly moral Type of dilemma, um, what are your thoughts on him, it being character versus character, character versus self in either
1: way? Um, I really feel like all those themes, uh, again, go to like show that this isn't really a movie that kids will enjoy. Um, I think going off with the character versus character, I feel like um, Joe was really kind of at conflict with himself, because like, he wasn't... Like I mean, he he would try to like like before he dies, uh, he's like he's trying to like chase his dreams, but he wasn't like give like giving his whole like hundred um, percent. And uh, I, I feel like with the theme though, this isn't really a movie that if you don't like music or if you're not really into music, this is a movie that you can still relate to because I, I remember before, um, like the old idea wasn't to have it be like a jazz music that came later on, and, and I forget what the old idea for uh, Joe's dream to be. Um, but I feel like this is still one, like, even if you want to, like, own a business or be, like, a film director or, or like, a, like, a writer or something like that, you can still kind of see yourself within those characters and see, you know, yourself trying to chase your own dreams.
0: Yeah, I feel like this can apply to the broad spectrum yeah. that life is, which is what the movie is about. Life yeah. is a broad spectrum where you must chase your dreams and try to fulfill yourself as best yeah. as you can. Because once you realize you've done nothing with your life, then you gotta make a change. You gotta personally make a change to try and just
1: get to where you want to be. It kind of felt like a movie that Damien, or um, I'm forgetting his name, Damien Chazelle. I think I'm pronouncing his name wrong. The guy who directed Whiplash and and La La Land. This kind of felt like a movie that he would have directed.
0: Uh, it probably it, it, does. It, it, I've never seen those movies, oh, so I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't. know. Because he's
1: but. like very much with like into music, and his yeah. all of his like movies kind of have a theme about like like trying to sh- like either, um, like go, chase after your dreams, or um, Whiplash is more like trying to like be the best at your like, um, was like your like abilities. Um, so this definitely felt like a, a movie that he would have done. Having that explained to me, I think that it would probably
0: match what he yeah. would direct too. So we've kind of glanced over our major lesson to be learned here. Try to fulfill your life to the fullest that it can be. Um, particularly, I felt like the the movie had some other themes to it. Um, the spark of life. That's something I actually kind of want to talk about. Hmm. Because... In the movie, it's kind of portrayed as, oh, what you're you're good at and, you know. No, that's – in the end of the movie, you do find out that that is not what the spark of life is supposed to be about for the unborn souls, and it's just how much you want to live. Like, Mm -hmm.
1: what are your thoughts on the way that the movie took the spark of life I thought the movie did a really great job, because especially with uh, with 22, who, like, she didn't know what she wanted to do. Like, she just... she was. I mean, she, like, tried to look for her passion, but she just couldn't find it. And so that, like, that was kind of her journey throughout the movie, I was trying to, like, see, like, what sparked her life. Um, but I feel like the movie did a great job at, at all... Uh, sorry. Also at showing, like, the opposite side, where you have Joe, who um, has a dream, and, like, he wants to pursue it, but he's not really giving his full potential into it, and he's not really, like, going for it. You know, he's, like, halfway going through it. I felt like 22 did have a lot of character development. Yeah. Because we do see the scene with
0: 22 interacting with one of Joe's students. Yeah. And that was, like, I felt like that was one of the best scenes in the movie Mm -hmm. because it was a person, well, the unborn soul, was giving great life advice. Yeah. And I felt like she really helped... That kid cement her position in, or Joe's student, that's who I'm talking about, helped cement Joe's student in continuing to learn the trombone and doing what she wanted, which is the main theme of the movie. Continue doing what you want to do and try and make the best of life. So moving on from the movie itself, we got a little bit of controversy up in the house. Um, European countries, have been facing harsh criticism for putting white actors into the role well, white voice actors into the role of a African American or black actors. I don't want to say that word, but I can't think of anything better to say and Mm -hmm. I very much apologize to anyone who might get offended about that. But, yeah, they didn't use the african voice actors that you would want to see used in such an ethnic Mm. movie and i want to know what your thoughts on this little bit of controversy that floats around over in europe is really uh um
1: which actors weren't like uh, like ethnically or uh, sorry ethnically uh like connected uh
0: I think it was Joe. I didn't Cause, I should have looked that up a little bit better. But I mean, the New York Times or wait, was it New York Times or was it Screen Rant? Cuz uh, like I
1: mean I don't think we ever actually learned what Joe like officially is. I mean, he's like he, he's African American and I mean, so is Jamie Foxx. So I I feel like it's fine there.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's fine here in America. But in Europe, I don't I don't know. So I am not, you know, of color, so I can't yeah. really say anything on Disney's little things that go on with their uh, animation mm-hmm. and voice acting, casting decisions. So, you know, they've got examples such as the Princess and the Frog, or the Llama and the emperor new, Emperor's New Groove. Um, this was Screen Rant. Uh, Here's a little snippet of the article. Using white actors to portray black animated characters is an aspect of animation that has come under scrutiny in the past, given that black stories in animation are already rare. It's easy to understand why audiences are disappointed by the relevation. The original dub of Soul itself has not been beyond racial criticism. So that is... Where that comes in, or the use of white voice actors in black, you yeah. know, of color character positions. And then it goes on to say, while there are some exceptions, such as Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Soul appears to be no different, with Joe already spending most of the film as a blue soul A white actress, Tina Fey, getting in to occupy Joe's body for most of the film. And although representation of people of color in animation is sadly rare, movies like Soul prove how necessary the stories are and how hungry audiences are to see them. I can really agree that audiences are hungry to Mm. see more representation in... Movies and TV Mm. and things like that. That's why Owl House, another Disney Channel animated hit, is a hit because it has the representation of the Latina community. And it also represents gays, bisexuals, and people in the um, Pride LGBTQ community. So I feel like people like the stuff with representation. So this is why the controversy is so big in Europe and other Mm. countries where they stick – white VAs in a colored role. Um, mm. You got any thoughts on this? Any um, any pressing opinions?
1: This might be controversial. Uh, I don't want to say it, but like, I, I don't think... It matters as much I think as long as you get the best actor or person in the role like I mean even looking at like movies I've been in like in controversy like um, I remember when, uh, Sc- Scarlett Johansson has been under controversy a lot because she was in Ghost in the Shell and people are mad they did it that they didn't get an Asian role yeah. um, Even the people in China uh, really liked her and I remember when she was wanting to play a transgender male and people got mad because she actually wasn't one um, I feel you like just get the best actor um, Representation is great. Like, we need to have more of that. But at the end of the day, I think having – go with whoever is the best uh, fit for that role. I mean, I can agree with that opinion. Go for whoever is
0: the best fit for the role. But so long as – I feel like representation is also very important as well. So I want whoever is best, but I also want – the representation to continue yeah. in different movies and things like that. If it's something that's not
1: as significant, like I feel like with like a voice actor, I mean I, I, I can't tell the difference, uh, personally. Like if it's like I mean like like if it's the person who's like of a different color or like white or whatever. I, I I don't tell the difference in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I can't really tell the difference so. in voice actors. In anime, I can tell when voice yeah. actors are the same. I get really good at telling that, <laughs> yeah. but I don't... There are so many people who voice characters yeah. on TV and in movies that I cannot, like, differentiate. Yeah. So I am. I apologize if that's a little bit offensive to anybody who's listening, but yeah. um, I feel, well, we're at our wrap-up, but we've got quite a bit of time left to run that we could run but I'm not going to sit here and run up the time just by saying a bunch of pointless stuff so we're going to wrap this up so we're going to finish up with the, our thoughts and opinions on the movie I'm going to let Mr. Uh, I, I, I I meet so many people a week I'm sorry Mason. Mason I'm sorry I'm good. sorry Mason you're all good And plus, I kind of zoned out a little bit there for a few seconds, and like my brain just went off. I'm going to let Mason say his bit first, and then I'll go with what I thought of the movie and what my
1: opinions are. Uh, Just go see the movie. I mean, it's one of the best of last year. I'm. Uh, I think that it's probably the most uplifting movie in a while. I think it came out at a great time, especially since, like, with the pandemic, that I feel like a movie like this that's very uplifting and hopeful, I feel like it was great for its time. Um, It should have went in theaters. I wish it went to theaters, but um, it still looks great on TV. And the story and the message still get across, so just go check it out.
0: I can agree with Mason on most of those points. If you haven't seen Soul yet, please go see it. It is a very inspiring movie. It probably motivated me to get some work done today. Not gonna lie, I had a, I have a speech due on Friday, and after watching this movie, I started writing yeah. the outline for mm-hmm. this podcast, and I started, I started to uh, work on my speech mm. a little bit and get my visual aid ready for I it. I
1: mean, it definitely does that to you. It definitely motivates you to go.
0: It get does it. get you motivated to go do whatever you need to do, and I feel like it has been a great movie, and it does mm. have a very. Good message. Yep. Make the most of life, and make w- of life what you want to make of it. I felt that while Joe was kind of pretty selfish in the beginning, and yeah, but it's all part of the journey. Yeah, it's it's a part of the journey. You gotta you gotta work past character flaws. That's how a movie works. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly, you surely lose the character flaws. That's that's why Brother Bear was so successful. That guy was super self centered, and then he. Started being the big brother when he lived under his brother's shadow. Uh, Yeah, I I got off topic there, talking about Brother Bear. But it's also a Pixar movie, so it relates back to Soul, kind of. Is it Pixar? Well, it's... I think it's it's, Disney. It's in the Disney-Pixar category, so... I think it's Disney animation. It probably is Disney animation. But Disney and Pixar just... They're basically the same now. Yeah, they're basically the the same. 21st Century Fox, now a
1: subsidiary of uh, was Disney. Was it uh, Skydance or um, was it the, or no, Blue Sky, that's the one, that's the Fox one, right? Yeah. That made like uh, like I, I think Rio were. They
0: There were quite a few and now Disney owns all of the rights to Fox things and Pixar things and National good. Geographic. So the Simpsons prediction for Disney becoming almost a monopoly is pretty true. Remember when The Simpsons had the uh, 21st Century Fox, a subsidiary of Disney in it? There we go, Simpsons Simpsons predicted that. But yeah, I feel like Soul is a great movie, and you should really watch it. It might fly over kids' heads, but kids would probably enjoy it, maybe. Mm. Maybe, I mean. I mean, for the cutesy colors and the cats and the way the unborn souls are designed, I mean... I feel like children would definitely enjoy it. Yeah. And I feel like this movie and some most of the re- releases within the last few years are actually very good at becoming mm. a major step forward for Disney. Yeah. Because Disney has released Owl House, as I said earlier, and mm. that's LGBTQ and D- Dominican Republic or Latino mm. or Latina, yeah. technically, because Luce is a... Uh, Dominican American Girl, or so it mm. says on the wiki page. I actually used Owl House as my pitch for getting the role on this podcast. So yeah, that, that one's never coming out, but uh, it was really good. And there was also, well, I felt like Sony's Into the Spider-Verse was also some good representation because you did have yeah. a lot of different cultures yeah. represented in that movie, Um, There are a few other movies. Probably the best
1: animated movie in the past couple years, I feel like, is Into the Spider-Verse.
0: Oh, yeah. Into the Spider-Verse was really good. Yeah. And I don't usually like Post Malone, but I thought (laughs) Post Malone was swale Oh, man. Sunflower is one of the actual songs that I will listen to. I mean, I'm not a big rap dude, but that was good. Not going to lie. So... What are are your thoughts on this being a major step forward, or is this
1: what What are your thoughts on this being? I think it shows that Pixar still has it. I mean, I, I would probably say this is probably Pixar's third best movie after Finding Nemo and Toy Story, in, in my opinion. Um, but I think for them to like explore different, um, yeah, unlike um, different cultures. Um, I know they have a one that they have a couple coming out that are doing different things. I think they have one. Is Raya Pixar or Disney? Uh, Ryan the Last not Dragon. Sure. Um, it, I'm thinking it's Disney. It, it might be Disney. They have, yeah, I mean, Pixar has a lot of really cool stuff coming out. So I think that this shows that they're willing to do different things and also maybe not stick to like the kids' movies like Cars, you know, but like yeah. actually maybe do some like actual more theoretical and like big higher concepts. Yeah. I felt like this movie could be
0: applied really well to a philosophy major. Yeah. I would have loved to have gotten. Another person here in the studio, someone with a film major or a music major or a philosophy major, because those would have really struck yeah. for Soul. Yeah. But you know, it was kind of a little bit last minute that I got this to record, and I was told, "You gotta get this recorded." So, yeah, <laughs> if Shweta is editing this, she might she might take that out or not. I don't I don't know, but uh, yeah, I'm just glad that Soul continues to help yeah. advance Pixar forward. Pixar hasn't put out as many good movies as mm. I remember there being in childhood. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm just glad to see new things continuously coming out. Mm. So that's all we have time for today. This has been your host with the most, Dylan. And we've got Mr. Mason over here. And we would like to wish you guys the best. <laughs> and we hope you tune in next time for Input 2.